Hello and welcome back, witches and witchlings. This past fortnight has been pretty cold here and we've been rugging up and watching movies as well as we've been sick and a bit ran down. And I was really hoping to release this podcast early two plus weeks ago. Um, but like I said, we've been a bit sick and a bit under the weather. So during this time, we've also welcomed our baby niece, Earthside, and had some delicious snuggles and catching up with family. I treated myself some new books and candles for these episodes and for my own liking and have come across a few goodies, which I'll share with you once I've had a chance to read through and let you know if they're worth your time. This week... I celebrated my Earth Day with friends and family. Um, I lit a candle of gratitude for another year around the sun. And I'd also like to give my good witchy friend, Sam, a happy Earth Day shout out also. Here's to us fellow Cancerian babes who love loads, overthink too much and feel so very fucking deeply. The Blissful Witchcast. A sacred place where we talk spells, rituals, love, pleasures, and magic. A place of sharing from the life of an Australian witch while raising my young witchlings and experiencing my own journey of green and kitchen witchery. Let's embark on this witch quest together to living a more happy and soulful life with your host, me, Sinead. With this fortnight being all about births, celebrations, family, friends and life, I thought birthday magic fitted perfectly. So a little history on what the birthday is and how it all came about. Scholars who study the Bible say that the earliest mention of a birthday was around 3000 BCE and was in reference to a pharaoh's birthday. But further studies imply that this was not their birth into the world, but their birth as a god. When Egyptian pharaohs were crowned in ancient Egypt, they were considered to have transformed into gods. This was a moment in their lives that became more important than their physical birth. Gods and goddesses were a huge part of Greek culture. Greeks offered many tributes and sacrifices to appease these gods. The lunar goddess Artemis was no different. As a tribute to her, the Greeks would offer up moon-shaped cakes with lit candles to recreate the glowing radiance of the moon and Artemis's perceived beauty. The candles also symbolized the sending of a signal or prayer. Blowing out the candles is a wish sorry, blowing out the candles with a wish is another way of sending that message to the gods. It was assumed that the Greeks adopted the Egyptian tradition of celebrating the birth of a god. They, like many other pagan cultures, thought that days of major change, such as these birth days, could also welcome evil spirits. They lit candles in response to these spirits as the light in the darkness. Birthday celebrations started as a form of protection. In addition to candles, friends and family would gather around the birthday person and protect them from harm with good cheers, thoughts and well wishes. 
they would give them gifts to bring even more good cheer that would ward off evil spirits. Noisemakers were also used to scare away the unwanted evil. The ancient Romans were the first to celebrate the birth of the common man. This was the first time in history where civilization celebrated the birth of non-religious figures. Regular Roman citizens would celebrate the birthdays of their friends and family members. Any Roman man turning 50 years would receive a special cake baked with wheat, flour, olive oil, grated cheese and honey. Females, however, were not celebrated until about the 12th century. Hmm, interesting. Lucky I was reborn in these days and ages because I can assure you I celebrated. Some wonderful ways to celebrate witchy birthdays. Now, I've dug up a few of my own traditions uh, from friends and family as well as ones that I found on the web. So, I'll continue on and later in the show I'll be letting you know where I found all these additional goodies and you can continue your research if you'd like. So one, create a birthday altar. Build an altar to yourself or for yourself. Fill it with your favourite things, memorabilia from your life, pictures, flowers and any birthday cards you get. Add all your favourite delights, candles, dried herbs, charms, your favourite colours. Really express yourself here and celebrate being you. Perform a candle spell. Candle spells are already a deeply ingrained part of birthday celebrations. You can dedicate a candle to a specific intent you wish to create in the coming year as a birthday candle spell. Dress your candle with your favourite oils and herbs. Carve in the words or symbols into the wax to represent your intention and wishes. Add it to your birthday altar and make sure to light it on your birthday, making sure to focus intently on what you wish for, both when you light the candle and when you blow it out. So some colours you may wish to use when selecting your birthday candle. So red is for love, lust, passion, and courage. Pink, love, nurturing, self-love, and friendships. Orange, success, ambition, opportunity, creativity. Brown, home protection, stability, good family life. Yellow, mental pursuits, travel, focus, joy. Black absorbs negativity and for protection. Green, prosperity, abundance, fertility, healing. White, all-purpose colour, purification. Blue, communication, peace, inspiration, forgiveness. Gold, success, wealth, good luck. Purple, Power, wisdom, spirituality, and transformation, and silver. Intuition, divination, and inner guidance. Give yourself flowers. It's a nice tradition to always give yourself a birthday present. And what better gift than a bunch of flowers? 
Personally, I love flowers that can be easily dried out and kept for years to come. Australian natives work perfectly. I've received some beautiful bunches over the years and have them arranged all throughout my home. I also use them as floral pieces when I wax seal gifts and in my spells and rituals. Um, These are just like the gift that keeps on giving. So think even roses. You can dry them out and reuse them, sprinkle them into your bathtub, There's so many different ways that you can reuse flowers. So maybe when you do gift these to yourself or to someone else, you could think along those lines. Cooking magic. Your cake can have many layers, colors, and intentions. By making yourself a birthday cake or with the friends and family, it really adds to its deliciousness. Set the tone with some good music, something that makes you want to sing and dance in the kitchen. Ask the kids to put some love into it by cracking the eggs and mixing the batter. Make sure to keep your eggshells for protection magic, and I'll cover that a bit later in this episode. And I also know that sometimes cooking with kids can equal disaster, so just go with simple steps when you're including them and just already kind of give yourself permission to just accept the mess. (laughs) So as you create your masterpiece, think of your intentions, love and gratitude for who's making this cake and who you'll also be sharing a slice or two with. Smell the magic in the air as it bakes and enjoy the taste of love as you eat it. A tarot card spread. Select your deck of cards and place the following arrangement. One, or first card, for self-love. Second card, for self-care. And third card, for celebration. As you shuffle your deck, think of the cards in and question in order, drawing out each card as you are being guided. Sit with your answers Seek what lies in front of you, what you're perhaps needing more of or less of. Make sure to journal what you uncover so you can bring this into your candle magic later on. Celebrations. Now, for quite some years, I didn't like to celebrate myself. And I know a few of my close friends who are still very much like this. For me, I didn't want the attention, nor did I want to be let down by friends or let's call them foes. But over the years, I learned to ask for what I wanted, express my needs. And if I, sorry, if it wasn't possible for my friends and family to celebrate it in the way I wanted, then I'd set the stage for myself. The foods I love, the ambience I wanted, the things I wanted to do, I'd rather ask instead of expecting let's say my husband to read my mind uh and then you know it also goes with a waste of time and money and energy on everyone's half so asking a little more what you would like to celebrate or be celebrated for gifts okay you might be wondering what to get a witchy woman Let's just say we can never have too many candles, plants, books, cards, incense, crystals, charms, herbs, journals, trinkets, journal stationery, 
oils, lotions, clothes, throw blankets, quirky items, wooden spoons, tiny bowls, shiny objects, handmade goods, recycled treasures, and bookmarks. (laughs) I think I almost got a little bit of all of that for my birthday. It was perfect. (laughs) Eight, moon water. There's something special about collecting the full moon's water closest to the date of your birthday. So some ways you may like to use your moon water in are in forms of your self-care practice, such as bathing, foot soaks, and skincare, body and facial spritz for cooling the skin in the warmer months, watering your indoor plants, charging certain crystals, and hydrating yourself, so drinking the moon's water, and so on. So how do you collect moon water? On a night of the full moon, I gather three glasses, three glass jars, one for drinking, one for bathing, and one for my plants. I fill each jar with purified water, seal with a lid, and place outside where the water will be in direct sight of the moon. Over the night, the water and the moon will meet and be charged. I also place my crystals and gems or jewelry next to my jars to greet and charge by the moon. The next day, before the sun has really had a chance to overstimulate the water, I bring everything back inside and put them in their places. I water my indoor plants and I talk to them at the same time because, hey, it's all vibration. That night I will then have a bath, so I'll then put that second jar into the bath water and know that the moon is then mixing in with the rest of it as well as any other delicious oils or herbs or flowers I'd like to add. And then the first one for my drinking, I sip on through the day. And same thing, every time I'm having a sip, I have that intention that I'm being hydrated and loved and nurtured by the moon. So coming back to a few previous episodes and questions I've had from my listeners, why keep eggshells after you've used them? So first we have to talk about the connection between witches and eggs. It was commonly thought in the Middle Ages and early modern period that witches could use empty eggshells as boats and cross lakes. Hmm. Eggshells were also thought to be used as vehicles for the fairies. So it was highly encouraged to destroy your eggshells before such magical beings could put them to use. Eggs symbolize fertility, birth, resurrection, spring and protection. So a protection spell. So Cas Carilla, I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it, powder is simply eggshells ground down into a fine powder. This magical powder is used for different magical purposes, but mainly for protection. So wash out your eggshells, let them dry, then grind them down with your mortar. Save the powder and use in protection rituals and spells. Sprinkle it around candle workings to mark magic circles and sigils on the ground, in witches' bottles and spell bags, also used for fertility spells. 
I personally have grinded eggshells around the ho- uh, my house, around the doors and the windows of our home. Recently, we've had an uninvited visitor in our space and I gave the house a really good cleanse through the entire house with dragon's blood, incense and sage. I then opened all the windows of the house, opened up the cupboard doors as well, and then alongside reciting a few words such as love and light is only welcome here. Um, that alongside the eggshells of the outside of the home, that definitely done the trick. Knew it wasn't welcome and it had moved on. Eggshell candles. By saving your eggshells, you can make them into tiny magical candles. You'll need a wick, wax, and clean eggshells, plus a fireproof container to hold it in. Obviously, eggs are round-ish, so they could be a little bit wobbly. So this is a fun craft to do in the spring um, or for Easter. Perfect for candle spells geared towards protection, resurrection, healing, abundance, and fertility. Fairy offerings and witchlings. Eggshells are a perfect offering for garden fairies, particularly when you clean them out, cleanse them, and use them as tiny bowls. Fill the eggshells with wine, beer, milk, and miniature cakes. You can paint the outsides as tiny shelters for the fae and decorate with your witchlings for some outdoor fun and crafts. Well, that is all for today. I hope you've enjoyed this birthday and magic episode. Sorry it is a little bit late. I really did want to get this out before mine and Sam's birthday, but like I said, sometimes you just got to go with the flow. I want to thank you all for listening again and for my Patreon members who get so much out of my monthly memberships. I'd love to hear how you celebrate your birthdays and perhaps ways you may be using your eggshells from now on. Before I go, I'd like to share a witch's poem by Elizabeth Fleming. 1934 Eggshells Oh, never leave your eggshells unbroken in the cup. Think of us poor sailor men and always smash them up. For witches come and find them and sail away to sea and make a lot of misery for marinas like me. They take them to the seashore and set them on the tide. A broomstick for a paddle is all they have to guide. And off they go to China or round the ports of Spain to try and keep our sailing ships from coming home again. They call up all the tempests from Davy Jones' store and blow us into waters where we haven't been before. And when the masts are failing in splinters on the wreck, The witches climb the rigging and dance upon the decks. So never leave your eggshells unbroken in the cup. Think of us poor sailor men and always smash them up. For witches come and find them and sail away to sea and make a lot of misery for marinas like me.